Global Broadcasting Networks presents Military Mom Talk Radio. We know behind every strong soldier, sailor, airman, and marine is the family supporting them. With over 200 episodes in 17 countries, over five seasons, with three million monthly listeners, we are Radio Strong. We're here to share resources and experts on topics important to you, the military family. Join us. We've got another great episode starting right now. Here are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. This is Sandra from Military Mom Talk Radio. We are here today with uh, Tony St. Clair, and we're going to talk about New Year's resolutions. Do they work? Do they not work? In the years that I have done uh, radio, which is seven now, I found that the years I don't do resolutions, I do worse than I do with resolutions. And so many things this year has been talking about resolutions. Should we do them? Shouldn't we do them? And then I was looking at our guest today. Our guest today is Tony St. Clair. And what she wrote in her website, which is trueselftotalhealth.com, what I came to realize over time, it's just food and it's just yoga. And the whole point of thinking about it, the only reason we need to think about what we eat, how we eat, how we stay active, is to make sure that we love how we feel all day, every day, so we can do what we want in our lives. And this light went on. This light went on that it's not just about the food. It's not just about the exercise we choose. And, you know, we can change all these things. But if we don't feel great all day, every day, so we can live the life we want, we're really missing the boat. So I'm so excited, girls, to bring to the airwaves today, uh, Tony St. Clair, because she gets it. You know, she's she had the Washington, D.C. career. She you know, ran herself into the ground, just like all of us have done over the years. And so to have some insight from somebody who's been there, done that, and found a way out is exactly what I need for this new year. And I hope you need it too. Tony St. Clair, welcome to today's show. Thank you. Thank you so much, Sandra. I love how you kind of wrap that up in a beautiful, neat, easy, simple bow. Because well, you did it. <laughs> Because that's what it is all about. We really overcomplicate things. And, you know, the, the, if you bring things down to the grassroots, what is right for you? What is sustainable for you? How can we best um, give you what you need so that you can be successful in your life so that you can do all the things, like you said, that you want to do? So, and I do have some, um, some suggestions and ideas about how to best, um, make lifestyle changes that stick. That's what I'm kind of good at helping people do. Oh, well, you know what? I've got, I'm getting my pen here. I'm, I'm probably one of the only radio show hosts that take notes, but this is kind of like my, my, my one hour a week for therapy and, you know, self-help and healing and introduction to new programs. So I'm all ears and I want to know what you know so that I can have a better life in 2016. Okay. Not that I can know everything you know, but I want to know the, the, the high points. Well, I'm happy to share. So when we talk about transitioning to transformation, it's not the 
um, trends of change that, that, that people have an issue with. What people really have an issue with is that letting go of what no longer serves you and then you're trying to grab onto something that does. And in between that is where it gets murky and where you can get lost and where there's a sea of chaos, but also a sea of possibilities, right? Because you're trying to figure out what works for you. And so this is where I help my clients um, to, to get through the transition period um, when you're embracing something new. So one of the things that I help people with when we're talking about making lifestyle changes that stick, the most important thing in order priority is you have to stay connected to your vision or your big why. Why are you doing what you're doing? Why is it important to you? Because if you don't stay connected to that, nothing else is going to matter. And we have to really sometimes break down and, and um, peel back the layers of what that really means. So someone, one of my clients might say to me, you know, I just want to lose weight. Well, why? Because I want to look good in my clothes. Well, why? Um, because I want to have confidence. Why? Uh, because I'm I want to interview for another job or because, you know, the big why. You have to get down to the big why and really drill down. Okay, so let me just stop you right there because I've got some questions as we go. Sure. Because I'm one that, that, you know, I agree with you 100% because when I really rock it, Tony, you know, like I, 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 I'm a single mom with two kids. I'm so supportive. I run a company. I care for my 82-year-old dad. i got three dogs and a ranch. So i got a lot on my plate. But when I think about my big why, and I'm going to tell you my big why, even though it's, it's incredibly embarrassing, I'm going to be seeing someone that I care a great deal about in in March that I haven't seen in three years. And I do not want to look like I've been run through the ringer like I have for the last three years. Okay. So when I forget the big why, that's when like this weekend I ate two Krispy Kreme donuts. We went out to Flame and Days. We ate big old Texas barbecue <laughs> and with my kids. And we were fat and happy, you know, all of us just sitting at the table gorging ourselves. And I completely forgot about my big why. And you know, how do you keep that big why in front of you? Like, do I tape a picture of this person that I'm going to be seeing in, in two months? Like, do I put them on my phone so I look at this face every time going, I'm not going to look like a train wreck? Yes, that's part of it. But you still really haven't drilled down to your big why. That's part of your problem. Okay, good. So tell me, tell me what okay. my problem is so, and how to fix it. So why is it important for you to look great for this person that you're going to see? Why? That's the real big why. Why is that important? Um, because the last time I saw this person, they told me, wow, you really have been through a lot. And I don't want to ever hear that again. It was my ego that took a beating. Mm. And why is it important for this particular person um, for you to feel uh, for, the, for you to feel that this particular person will embrace this vibrant lovely you that you want to present to him or her. Why is it's that him. important? You can say that it's a him. Because okay. in my 20s and my 30s, I was vibrant. And then from my 30s to 40s, and I'm in my 40s now, um, I did go through a divorce. I had two kids, two premature kids. I went through a foreclosure, you know, and I feel like life, now I know this person will love me fat, thin, short, fat, ugly, you know, pretty, everything like that. But I felt like, I felt like I had disappointed him and me. Hmm. So this is a potential romantic connection? Well, it's been an on and off for 30 years. Okay. So what I'm hearing, and, 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 and it's okay to be you know, ego-driven with that, but to really stay connected to this big why is because you want to show up 
your best self, however yes. that is. And it doesn't have to be a particular dress size. It just has to be your best self. Exactly. Because it's not that I'm so overweight or I'm so out of shape. You know, I get my 10,000 steps a day. I'm in good health and I have good nutrition, but I don't feel my best self. Right. Because in order to really be, uh, give somebody your, your best self, you have to give your, you have to give that to yourself. So mm-hmm. what you don't want to do is give from an empty vessel, right? So right. that's what I'm hearing. So it's not necessarily ego driven the way you think. It's that it's, it's all about giving your best self and, and being okay with whatever that shows up. And he will accept that and embrace it if it comes off authentic and if it is your best self. And here's what I want to actually tell you, too. If you're connected to um, looking, uh, you know, being a certain dress size and all that, don't worry about any of that stuff. Just know, just want, just know that you can do something to show up your best, to show up in your best way, your best self. And he will see that and he will feel that. Well, and Tony, I will say that, you know, when I just posted, you know, what we were talking about today on my social media, mm-hmm. I got a bunch of moms going, oh, my God, I know exactly how you feel because my <laughs> husband's been on deployment for 15 months. He's been yes. gone for 16 months. And um, we just want to be our best self, you know, like our husbands don't expect us to be a size two. We've had two kids. We're, you know, living in, you know, base off post or whatever. They don't expect us to be rail thin looking like, you know, the divorce guide moms who are all skinny as sticks. Have you ever seen that show? Oh, yes. Uh, They look like praying mantises and pretty clothes walking around. But we want to be our best self. We don't want to be 500 pounds and sitting on the bag eating chips when he comes home. But But being our best self, and many of us have that opportunity when somebody returns from deployment to prepare. Exactly. You want to be vibrant. You want to be energetic. You want to be full of energy and life and light and not being weighted down with toxins or toxic thoughts. Yeah. So that's your big why. Stay connected to that. Absolutely. Well, it's Military Mom Talk Radio, and most of us military moms have had their loved ones go on deployment and come back. And then here's the other thing, Tony, like that happens is everybody gets thrown under the bus. I don't care who you are. Nobody can handle uh, being a single mom and and managing all this stuff during deployment Um, gracefully. Something always gives because we were a two-person unit raising our children. Now we're a one-person unit. Why one person's away? And yes, there's respite care. And if you guys don't know what respite care is ask your fro which is your family readiness officer but realistically we're put under different conditions Mm. than somebody would be in a traditional household unless the husband you know gets transferred and he's living in another city that's happened i need to take us to commercial break um so i'm just going to finish my thought here but there are many of us that sign up for two parent households and two parent shared responsibilities and because of our military involvement or company involvement guess what now we're a one parent household trying to juggle everything and the first thing that goes down the drain is self-care uh this is sandra beck from Military Mom Talk Radio. Robin Boyd has the day off. We're visiting today with Tony St. Clair. She's the president and founder of True Self Total Health. So you're going to want to check this site out because it's just like it sounds. True. The word true. Self. I am self. Total. Total health. We get that. So if you go to trueselftotalhealth.com, you're going to be able to see some of the things that we're going to be talking about today. And we're going to give you guys some tools and tricks. I'm going to get some for myself so that we can live our best life yet.
We've got lots more ahead. Stay with us on Military Mom Talk Radio. Homeschooling? Have questions? Get your pen and paper ready. It's the sociable homeschooler, Vivian McNinney. Fridays at 5, 4 Central on Toginet.com. After a handsome blue-eyed Texan fell in love with Vivian at the Victoria Station in London, she found herself at DFW Airport with a tiny suitcase and a snazzy little duffel bag. Well, 25 years later, she is now happily married to that blue-eyed cowboy. They have four grown children, ages 24 to 18, who became willing guinea pigs when she unwittingly stumbled upon the world of homeschooling. Wildflower Academy flourished for 15 years. They survived and thrived, and you can too. Vivian will be covering a wide range of issues that face homeschoolers. What do you do with kids in the summer? How to set up your one-room schoolhouse? How obedience is paramount? And what to do with those snakes? Plus, you'll be sharing ideas and insights that she gleaned from other homeschoolers. So join us for an engaging hour with a sociable homeschooler. Vivian McNinney, Friday afternoons at 5, 4 Central on toginet.com. Listen, something is brewing. The beautiful business evolution is coming. The way we do business is about to change for the better, forever. This is real business at its very best. On Beautiful Business Radio, you will learn what it means to truly prosper, how to nourish yourself and your business, how to earn what you deserve and make a difference in the world. The tide is rising. The change is here. Discover a new way to live, love, and partner with yourself and your business on Philippa Rollins Presents Beautiful Business Radio, where you matter and your business thrives every Tuesday at 3 p.m. Central Standard Time, only here on the WooHoo Radio Network. We're back with more great conversation on Military Mom Talk Radio. Hey, Military Moms, this is Sandra Beck, and Robin Boyd has the day off. We're visiting today with Tony St. Clair, and now she's going to help us transition to transformation and let go of what no longer serves us and make lifestyle changes that stick. Now, this is a tall order because many of us are suffering from deployment issues, or we might have reintegration issues going on in our household, which means our loved one comes home, and, you know, the 12 months or 18 months that we had spent in a certain like like you know how everything's set a certain way then somebody comes home into the mix and you know there's all that issue around change and then the person comes home it might be a husband or wife and they're not the same person as when they left but neither are you they might suffer some some post-traumatic issues and i've got news for you girls we also suffer being on the home front we have our own set of issues coming home because we have had to handle all the issues and uh things while our partner was away and that in itself is traumatic and I know it's not as traumatic as going to war but I don't want to sell our military mom short by saying hey when you're 
on the home front and you're handling everything and crisis and trauma and day-to-day life happen and you have to adjust, you know, post-traumatic stress can just run rampant all over the household and with the kids because it is traumatic when mom or dad goes away and they might see something on TV. So I just want to give permission to everybody listening today to see where their their own trauma comes into play or their own stress comes into play in trying to be our best self. And Tony, you have a little bit, you know a little bit about um, post-traumatic stress and, and how it affects everybody as a whole and their health. So I'd love for you to talk about that for a minute. Absolutely. And that actually is my second point and making lifestyle changes that stick is to remain kind, loving, and compassionate to yourself as you're transitioning. And that means doing self-care. So I am, you know, married to uh, a, a Vietnam vet, um, PTSD. And, and so every day is different. The struggle is real. Uh, he's, he's functional, but it requires some attention and some time. Now, what I learned early on as a yoga teacher, meditation and all that is that I cannot give out of an empty vessel. And so that's when I've learned that self-care is important. It doesn't always have to be an hour. And I know some people think self-care is selfish, and it really isn't. It really is not selfish. It's the the most selfless thing you can do because you really want to show up with your loved one or to your loved one as a whole grounded person. And that requires you to love yourself. You cannot give love. You can't give what you don't give yourself. It will become... um, for some people, you can become angry and resentful. And so I have a client that I had to actually work through that process in order for her to take care of herself and her kids. So she has some autoimmune issues, and she's dealing with two kids that also have autoimmune issues, which means she has to make three or four different meals every day, takes five hours for herself and for her kids. And then she says, I don't have time to do self-care. And I told her, you don't have time not to do self-care. So we worked out ways where even if you're super busy where you can do you want you want a suggestion that I gave her I can this oh are you kidding I would love that (laughs) so for her the biggest struggle was I you know that I could see she resented making the food and I said well let's find some joy in that let's not let's be grateful that first of all you have tools that you can help your kids thrive and survive and that wasn't enough I know she loves her kids so I said okay let's use that time that you actually have to make food as a meditative process where that's your your time instead of looking at it as drudgery so she's playing music dance music she has earphones on she's actually doing some um what i call heart math where you do some deep breathing you get into yourself so that while you're doing that it can be meditative housework can be meditative if you're doing some deep breathing and not thinking about the awfulness of it, but finding joy in doing what you're doing because, well, you know, you have a neat house, you have order, you can create order for yourself and your family. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's really about changing your mindset about those things that you do so that you can be meditative. See, and I think, yeah, I mean, I, I get that because I was trying to do that a little bit, but without realizing why I was doing it. Cause I got, I got one kid that will only eat vegetables. He wouldn't eat meat to save his life. And he says he doesn't like it. It doesn't make him feel good. He's constipated. And then I got the other one who's like all meat and potatoes and, you know, to make a meal. And then my dad has health issues. You know, we've got sugar issues in the house, diabetes. You know, it's like enough to make you tear your hair out. Mm-hmm. Um, but I agree with you. Like I started playing music while I cooked because it just was frustrating the crap out of me. In all honesty, I was so resentful because then here I am trying to do my own cleaning, clean eating plan. And I'm like, how the hell am I going to make four different meals for four different people? Right. 
Right. That is that is the struggle is real. And I get that. And so uh, I'm going to quote Maya Angelou, you know, if you if you don't like your circumstances, change the circumstances. And if you can't change the circumstances, change your attitude about it. So the reality is, um, in her case, she really had to do this because her kids, um, you know, it would it's a matter of life or death if she didn't prepare right. meals in a certain way. But she's also learned to uh, prepare, like take one whole day where she prepares food and she can freeze them. You know, so you have to find ways um, to work with what you have. But most importantly is that self-time, that downtime. And I'm telling you, there's a, there is heart math. I don't know if you're aware of that. That's called quick coherence, where in two minutes you can find calm, find peace, and be able to give to people because you can't give from an empty, empty vessel. So whenever she found herself feeling frustrated, I would tell her to take two minutes and just breathe, do some deep breathing. And the thing about quick coherence is all you have to do is remember a time when you felt not stressed. So for me, when I get have, when I go to Quick Coherence, I remember floating on my back in Hawaii, feeling, oh my gosh, um, I feel so relaxed. The body doesn't know that you're not there. That's how strong this is. It's Heart Math, H E A R T M A T H. They have a lot of free apps on their site. Um, so if you if you want to go check it out, so for two minutes. That's all it takes when your mind, your, your mind takes you back to that spot where you felt most relaxed and most calm and you do your deep breathing, you'll feel an ah. Now, for some people, it's the beach. For some people, it's the mountains. For some people, it's sitting in a tub of water. You have to figure out where that, where you feel most calm. And you, again, your, your mind will take you there. Your body will follow. Well, like my favorite place in the world is sitting at the end of our dock at the lake I grew up on because it's mm. a it's a lake in upstate New York. It's freezing cold, but you could sit on this old wood dock and feel the sun. And so if I like when I'm in those moments of like really like crap, I can't do this like one more minute, yeah. I should take two minutes like I yeah. can set my clock and then just imagine myself sitting on the dock, like feel the wood, feel the warmth it, of the sun, hear the water, that kind of thing. It literally takes that much time. That's all. But there's, you know, there's a little something that you do before that. So I coach groups, you know, and I'm a functional nutrition coach. And that's one of the things that we, I like to get people to do is take some deep breaths. So you're sitting still in a comfortable position, relax, shoulders down and back, not slumping over. And you take full deep breaths. So I guide people through the deep breathing first, because that's where it starts. And that takes about 30 seconds, you know, for people because shallow breathing also causes stress. So once we start the deep breathing in a natural way, then I ask people to imagine, you know, a time, a place where they felt most relaxed, most calm, their favorite place. And just in your mind's eye where you're deep breathing, go there, just go there. And two minutes later, life is good. You know, I can hear, I can actually hear everybody go, ah, (laughs) on the call. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. So that's good because we can, we can start by doing this and it doesn't cost any money. You don't have to buy anything, you know, because our military families are really strapped and that's, that's part of the stress. Yes. Well, if you go to heartmath.com, they do have some free things there. So, um, and I'm actually, uh, training, uh, to do additional training so I can help, uh, PTSD uh, and family members, obviously, you know, they're suffering from that as well. Because I want to take it a little deeper and um, be very helpful. So, yeah. 
Yeah. Got it. Yep. I'm there right now. There's, there's some, you know, the, and there's lots of information like, yeah. you know, they talk about like, you know, using the heart math training in six to nine weeks. So you got a 50% drop in fatigue, anxiety, mm-hmm. depression, mm-hmm. you know, improvement to focus, improvement to listen, improvement in sleep, you know, yeah. all of those things are, um, you know, all of those things are what we need to get through our day. But, you know, and I agree with you. I think it's our stinking thinking to yes. like, we just, I know I do. I think myself into just an incredibly bizarre state of anxiety, depression, and fear. And it's my own creepy little reality that exists only in my head while I'm chopping onions. It's so true. Oh my gosh. If we could, and you know how you get out of that state? And I get that. Believe me, I get it. I'm just like everybody else. The stinking thinking can, or you can push that away just by taking time to cite at least three things for which you're grateful. Three things. That's it. For most people, um, once they do that, uh, the heart is full and it's positive and there's no space for negative thinking. So one of my clients, I asked her to do that. And she said, well, I'm going to do that with my kids too, because, you know, I think that they need to, you know, be grateful. And she thought there was going to be some pushback. Well, here's the amazing thing. Kids get it. She told her kids, okay, you cite some things that you're grateful for. Her kids cited 20 things. Like, I'm so grateful I have nice, clean pajamas. I'm so grateful that my cereal is so good. I mean, it can be that. And then they skipped away. But but we want to make things complicated and say, okay, what am I grateful for? If it's not big, then I'm not grateful. You can be grateful that the sun is shining. You can be grateful that you slept in a warm bed. Do you understand? But but we, that's the thing. You've got to stay in the grateful mindset. Absolutely. That takes Absolutely. Practice. It takes practice, though. I know. And people are like, ah, it's got to be more to it than that. Don't believe me. Try it. It works. It does. I mean, I, I, you know, I haven't been able to sustain it and that's what my, my hope is. But I think part of it too, Tony, is, is remembering that all these tools exist in us mm-hmm. because when I get myself, like if I think myself into crazy town or like I call it train wreck back, I, I, I get on the train, you know, and I go the, <laughs> since my name's Sandra Beck, I like, I get on train wreck back and I like, start hurtling down the tracks and I, I forget to do my breathing and you know, you can hold your breath. Like, like girls, if you're listening today, the next time you're stressed or you're angry at your kids, like you're just about to like yell at them because you know, like my, my, my nine-year-old just took a pen, a Sharpie and drew all over the inside of the back of my minivan on the plastic, you know, that the whole panel is going to have to be replaced. And I just, you know, like I felt my blood pressure go and I realized Tony that I wasn't even breathing. I was like, mm-hmm. <gasps> you know, you're like you take that deep breath and then you just hold it. And now I need to take us to commercial break. So girls, I want yeah. you to stay with me because we're going to keep talking about some of these things and some of these things that we can do before we get on the train and become train wreck Beck or train wreck Sanchez or, you know, Smith or Jones, whoever it is. We just want to make sure that we're aware of these things because that gives us a fighting chance. It gives us a fighting chance to, to transition, to transform, to become the person we want to be and to live the life we want, which is what we're here to do for anyway. More after the break. We've got lots more ahead. Stay with us on Military Mom Talk Radio.
Homeschooling? Have questions? Get your pen and paper ready. It's the sociable homeschooler, Vivian McNinney. Fridays at 5, 4 central on toginet.com. After a handsome blue-eyed Texan fell in love with Vivian at the Victoria Station in London, she found herself at DFW Airport with a tiny suitcase and a snazzy little duffel bag. Well, 25 years later, she is now happily married to that blue-eyed cowboy. They have four grown children, ages 24 to 18, who became willing guinea pigs when she unwittingly stumbled upon the world of homeschooling. Wildflower Academy flourished for 15 years. They survived and thrived, and you can too. Vivian will be covering a wide range of issues that face homeschoolers. What do you do with kids in the summer? How to set up your one-room schoolhouse? How obedience is paramount? And what to do with those snakes? Plus, you'll be sharing ideas and insights that she gleaned from other homeschoolers. So join us for an engaging hour with a sociable homeschooler. Vivian McNinney, Friday afternoons at 5, 4 Central on toginet.com. LinkedIn. It's a great tool and a great way to do business in today's social media-driven world. And Carol McManus is the LinkedIn lady with the LinkedIn Lady Show. Tuesday and Wednesday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern on allbusinessradionetwork.com. The LinkedIn Lady Show is designed to inform, inspire, and educate businesses. Every social media site has a specific demographic, personality, and purpose. And the LinkedIn Lady will interview a variety of guests, such as business owners who can showcase their business and talk about how they use social media, such as Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Google+, Pinterest, and of course, LinkedIn. For more on Carol and the show, check out her website, LinkedInLady.com. As trends change and new applications become available, the LinkedIn Lady Show will bring that information to you in an easy-to-use, fun, and engaging way. Every Tuesday and Wednesday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern, it's the LinkedIn Lady Show with Carol McManus on AllBusinessRadioNetwork.com. We're back with more great conversation on Military Mom Talk Radio. Hey, ladies, this is Sandra Beck, and this is Military Mom Talk Radio, and we're about halfway through our show, and if you missed the first half of today's show or you want to listen to other shows like it, uh, we have over 250 hours of family-friendly programming available at iTunes. You can look for MilitaryMomTalkRadio.com, or you can go to our host station, Toginet, that's T-O-G-I-N-E-T.com, and look up Military Mom Talk Radio for this and other family-friendly programming for the military family. Now we're visiting today with Tony St. Clair and she's got this great website, trueselftotalhealth.com. Like you totally get it. Like I love when people's websites like identify what they're doing because if you find your true self and you serve your true self, it naturally goes that you can have total health. Now we know that as military moms that total health is something that we strive for and we can get to, but we need some tools and tricks. And we talked about heart math and we talked about a simple meditation you know going kind of to your happy place like if you know happy gilmore he goes to his happy place where he's sitting there on the golf course and some girl in white lingerie serves him drinks and chips and junk food so whatever your happy place is you know going to that happy place and giving yourself a break remembering to breathe i know i'm a breath holder i'm like (gasps) you know and then i'm stressed all day and i don't think i've taken like four breaths an hour 
Um, but as moms, you know, we get into these habits too, Tony, you know, like I think about what you said about, you know, the lady that you worked with who made, you know, the process of preparing her family's food a lot more fun by playing great music and dancing around and doing her thing. When I cook, I cook for my family on Sundays. I go to church in the morning. I come home. I do all the grocery shopping. I cook like, you know, a roast beef. I might cook, a, you know, the chicken breast. I pre-cook everything. I put it in Tupperware. It goes in my fridge so that I can just grab and go and dish and dash and, and warm things up. I even use my steamer to do my vegetables. And I do about four to five days for the four of us ahead of time so that people can eat what they want or what serves their body. Like my dad can't have any sugar. I got to watch his sugar, my meat eater versus my vegetarian. And then of course, you know, myself, um, I usually play my, like, if I don't have time to go to church, I will play like, you know, like Joel Osteen, things like that. So I can double up, but we're doubling up in a way that doesn't multitask and stress us, but actually multitasks and brings us the other way. Absolutely. I'm so happy to hear you say that because there's so many possibilities between doing nothing and doing it all, you know, and then you just have to find a strategy that works for you. Now, I will say this, there, there's one other thing that, that military moms and other moms and women in general have that, uh, you know, a member of my team uh, is good at helping people push through is the superwoman syndrome. I can do it all. And, and, but you can, but you have to do it all and be able to take care of you too. And not, um, not be concerned about, um, you know, telling people, oh my gosh, I'm wearing the superwoman cape and you're putting your hands on your hips and, and, and underneath you're cracking, you're cracking, you know? So okay. But off. I'm going to, I'm going to throw something out here for all sure. the super women out there. We don't even realize, like, I didn't realize I was superwoman or trying to be superwoman or any of this until one of my friends, Robin, actually, the co-host on the show, sent me this needlepoint frame in a pink frame. And it was like this needlepoint thing she did for me that said, like, I'm superwoman. I just forgot to put my cape on today. I don't think many of us really think about being superwoman. I don't think we wake up in the morning and go, how do we do things better than the, 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 you know, this, the world? How do we recognize we're superwomen? I didn't recognize I was a superwoman or being a superwoman or having those superwoman tendencies until I did start breaking down. Actually, it was my hair that fell out, Tony. I, I have mm-hmm. to be honest. I was getting to a point I was so stressed. My hair was falling out. And yes, I'm that, you know... <laughs> self-centered and ridiculous in childhood or childish that it took my hair falling out to get my attention. But I think that's the way for all of us. There's like some big break that goes, okay, if my hair is falling out, I need to make some changes. Right. That's, that's your adrenal, that's adrenal fatigue, which is affecting your thyroid. So I find most of our super women, that's where we see it. It shows up because I've been trained to um, do nutritional assessments and figure out which hormones are not operating per- correctly. And that's usually the thyroid and the adrenals. Uh, and I, the, almost all my superwomen have that issue because they're stressed out all the time. So your body's always in fight or flight. So that is the not reward, but that is the impact of being in a superwoman um, syndrome all the time. Um, most also these superwomen also have blood sugar imbalances because your body doesn't know you're not being chased by a tiger because you're constantly under stress. You're constantly stressing yourself out. You're constantly running for something. Even if you didn't eat a candy bar, the body's going to release sugar. It's going to break down healthy muscle tissue and it's going to cause your blood sugar to rise. 
which also causes a whole host of other things which could impact your blood pressure, all types of things. So I don't want people to be I, I think they wear like a badge of honor, like look at what look at everything I got done today. I want I want you to be able to be a superwoman, but not to forget to take care of you too. How can I get it all done and still have time for me? And that's kind of programs that we develop. Like, you know, if you really love what you do or you love being a mom, you love being um, all the other things you do, you can do it, but you have to take care of yourself. Self-care is critical. Well, and one of those things, you know, Tony, that I did, um, you know, in my like New Year's resolutions, um, because at first I thought there was something wrong with me, but from being like, you know, the chronic overachiever person, mm-hmm. um, my whole New Year's resolutions was all less. Like, I'm going to do less. Like, I'm going to worry less. I'm going to volunteer less. I'm going to say yes less. It yeah. was really funny to me to look at my my New Year's resolutions, which have always been like, oh, I'm going to finish this book by December. I'm going to start this new radio show. I'm going to blah, 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 blah. And, you know, this is the first year that I only in my son's classroom did I – I made the board, you know, outside the classroom. I designed the board and I did it. It took a week and I'm like, okay, I'm done for the year. Somebody else can do this. And, you know, like my charity stuff, I got all these people to help me and to do, you know, their part and empower kids to do my Toys for Tots thing that I've done for 30 years. And I leveraged so much. Um, why do we get to the point that we think we have to do it all? Is it ego? Is it necessity? Is it fear? Like, what is it that makes us as moms think we need to do everything or we're not enough? Well, whether it's moms or anybody else, I always have to relate to a client. So I'm working with a client um, who uh, had a really bad car accident, broke his hip, and he was an Ashtanga yoga teacher. So he went from being super strong to being dependent on people. And so I would say practice receiving. He would never, he did want to ask for help. And we had to, we had to really peel back the layers because some people, it's not even about ego, it's the other side. Some people feel like they're not worthy of help. Well, or like for me, like I can tell you for, for two things for me, one is it's guilt. I'm yes. a single mom. I'm the one who filed for divorce. I'm the one. Now, granted, there were very good reasons for me to break up the marriage. You know, there was, a, you know, abuse. There was infidelity. There was substance problems. So I get that on a level of like, you know, responsible adult. But on a mom level, I am still the one who broke up the family. I am the one who filed. I'm the one that put those wheels in motion that ended this marriage. So there's a lot of guilt around every day, the kids feeling frustrated, the kids having to go back and forth. And, you know, I can't control everything. I get that. But if I had just, there's part of me that says if I had just sucked it up, taken the abuse, taken the thing and just kept my family together, the kids wouldn't have to go through all this stuff. And the logical mind of me says, yeah, but look at the alternative. They would suffer in a different way, you know, if you had stayed. But but there is that, that you know, as a mom, we're supposed to protect. And when we create something that causes more harm right now. Like, do you see how that all gets start, starts spinning in and, there? Okay, and I'm going to stop you there. This is what I tell my clients. Tell your story from position of victim, not victor, not victim. Tell your story from position of victor, not victim. You're telling okay. it from a... What does telling, that mean? 
Um, like, tell me of, what that looks like. Okay, what that looks like, and I have a client that I had to, she, similar to you, you know, she, you know, left her, her husband left her, well, it's a different scenario, but she raised a baby from, you know, birth. Basically, her husband left her when the child was in the womb, and, and so she struggled. She raised this child, but, you know, he was kind of abusive to her, and she said, you know, I, and she kept looking at, telling the story from, you know, I wasn't good enough. I wasn't this. And then I said, tell it from a position of victorious. What did you do victorious? He said, oh, you know, you had a kid and you took him away from a, a potential situation where he could have been harmed. You did a brave thing by taking your kids from a situation that, believe me, kids feel that. And they are, and they, and they can adapt to the, you know, the everyday back and forth. What they cannot adjust to is always um, some of the stuff that's going on emotionally in the house. Does that make sense? So I would tell my story from position of Victor. Like, you know, I, it, it was a tough decision for me to make, but I'm so glad I made it because, you know, I'm, I made the decision to support myself, which in turn will help me support my kids so they can grow and thrive and be um, great adults and make a contribution to society and step into their greatness. Tell it from a position of power. Got it. So what I wrote while you were talking and listening, because I multitask, but okay, so instead of breaking up the family, I gave them a peaceful environment where they have the freedom to be themselves and they have to place to grow in peace because peace, you know, peace was a big thing for me with going, how do I raise these boys to be the boys I want them to be when there is no peace, there's only chaos and fighting and anger and, and problems. So Okay, so I'm going to change that. That's going to be part of my 2015. When I tell my story to myself or to others, I gave them a peaceful environment to, to grow up in and your voice, for as much as I could. Your voice change, your energy changed just by saying that. I felt that shift. Really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so everybody listening out there, if you're carrying around a big old bag of guilt like I am, take it from the perspective, because it does feel like you lay down your bag of rocks. You know, I'm not carrying these things, and and it's not being disingenuous to the trauma you you know went through or the, the, the difficulty in it is, but the reality is I did this for a reason. I didn't do it as a knee-jerk reaction. I wanted to give my kids a peaceful environment to grow up in. And I bet most of you out there who filed for divorce did that. You wanted peace. You wanted peace for your children, peace for your family. So I invite all of you to try this. Try this new way of thinking about, you know, the guilt that you're carrying. Because the guilt you're carrying ends up you know, pounds on your body, pounds on your soul. It doesn't help you or your kids. It doesn't help anybody to move forward. We're visiting today with Tony St. Clair. She's got a great site. I want you guys to check it out. TrueSelfTotalHealth.com. What we were talking about today, other than my 15 minutes of free therapy, is the way you make transitioning more effective by talking to somebody who's been there. That's why you use somebody like Tony St. Clair. She has not paid to appear on this show. I'm just bringing this to help us all elevate ourselves as military moms. We've got lots more ahead. Stay with us on Military Mom Talk Radio. Have you heard? The pages of American Patchwork and Quilting magazine come to life on our new weekly online radio show, American Patchwork and Quilting. Join Pat Sloan, our blogging and quilt designer host, as she talks about the latest trends, 
ideas, and inspirations. Her guests include quilt pattern designers, authors, quilt shop owners, and our editors. All quilters, just like you. Call in with your questions. Get quilting tips from industry experts. Learn about free patterns. Hear behind-the-scenes stories from our magazines, American Patchwork and Quilting, Quilt Sampler, and Quilts and More. Get the scoop on free stuff. And find out more about the best independent quilt shops in North America. To listen to a live show, tune in Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern. Just log on to allpeoplequilt.com slash radio. To hear past shows, go to iTunes and search for American Patchwork and Quilting Radio. We hope you'll join us because we know that quilting changes everything. If you could live your life truly standing in a place of peace, joy, and abundance, wouldn't that make your heart soar? Now you can, with Lessons in Joyful Living, with your host, Kimberly Rinaldi, Mondays at noon central. Kimberly Rinaldi, having created a highly successful coaching practice, now teaches Lessons in Joyful Living. She believes in empowering others and that through it, you have the ability to break through any and all barriers, thus allowing you to reach your greatest potential and joyfully step into your life's purpose. What used to take weeks, months, or even years, she can now teach you in a matter of hours with her programs. For more on Kim and her show, go to her website, KimberlyRinaldi.com. That's R-I-N-A-L-D-I.com. Then join us for Lessons in Joyful Living with your host, Kimberly Rinaldi. We're back with more great conversation on Military Mom Talk Radio. Ladies, this is Sandra Beck, and this is Military Mom Talk Radio, and we're talking with Tony uh, St. Clair today, and we're going to talk about, in this last segment, the show's gone so fast, uh, Tony, I think I could talk to you for hours, um, <laughs> but is balance. Like, here is, I'm going to just tell you what my stance is on balance, because if I have stinking thinking, you know, I want you to correct me in this, but for me... I, I can stay in balance for certain things for a certain amount of time and then a wrench goes through the monkey works. And here's an example. Like I started this new plan, you know, last week for the new year where I was going to, you know, drink my 120 ounces of water. I was going to do my yoga, my meditation and my gratitude. Like once a day, I was going to take my fiber and, and drink my, you know, spark drink, you know, my energy drink from Advocare, um, take my vitamins each day. I had my little checklist of things that I know I need to do to keep myself on track and my eight hours of sleep. And as ridiculous as it sounds, I actually made a uh, checklist on a label that I paste in daily to my day planner because things get out of whack. And last week, you know, my son, my, my older son was getting bullied at school. I had to go to the school. My son punched the bully and kicked the bully. He did show some restraint in stopping. He didn't kick the shit out of him. So I was glad he defended himself. But, you know, as a family, I had to shift my work, shift my my food, shift my, shift my, shift my, shift my, and everything went out of balance. And now, Monday morning, I'm back at my office, I'm back at work, and, you know, I've got everything laid out, and I can get in balance again. But balance for me is fluid, and I don't know anymore even what balance is other than me not feeling out of control. Like, <laughs> the two speeds it's like i'm in balance or i'm out of control and just reacting and fixing and doing and and whatever and you know my other son forgot his lunch during all this maelstrom and my dad needed ran out of his potassium pills like there was just so much chaos at once 
do we say we're in balance when we can rebalance after chaos or like what the hell is balance? I'm now I'm completely lost. Okay, so you you said a, a word that in in all that that made sense and what I tell my clients balance is simply flowing. That's oh. all that means. It is it's it's more flowing and staying in the moment. So uh what I I heard a lot in there uh, so one of the things I tell my clients is on a daily basis, seek, focus on progress, not perfection, because life happens, right? Life happens. We, it happens to all of us. We can't control every, every aspect of our lives. And so you celebrate even the smallest things. So I had a client who was like, she was super busy and she got some other things going on. And she said, oh my gosh, I wasn't able to do the program the way you said to do it. And so I said, well, did you drink water? And she said, yeah. I said, well, how many ounces? And she told me, I said, woohoo, that's progress. That was sustainable for her. And so she could build from that instead of saying, instead of focusing on what she didn't do, I said, focus on what you did do. So that's another thing that's, okay. you know, speaking progress, not perfection, focus on progress, not perfection. And the other thing is I always tell my clients to take a good, better, best approach. You want to, if you can do that, if you can do the best, that's cool. But remember that you can always do something good or better you don't always have to go for the best every day because life happens right well that's like part of our type a like i'm probably your typical type a mom you know and what made me really good in business and successful in my life stresses the crap out of me with balancing family or flowing i'm going to use flowing from now on because balancing stresses me out because i don't know what balance is anymore because there's so many scales you know when you're 20 tony and you know all i had to do when i was 20 i was working at cbs is i could get up in the morning i had to be to cbs at six o'clock because i had nine o'clock you know east coast clients i'm done by three i could go to the gym i could pick up my food from farmer's market i could watch a movie i could take a bath i could style my hair you know two kids and a company later i'm lucky to roll out of bed and you know crawl to the hairdryer much less anything else so that good when you're used to doing your best at everything i think that you got to have a come to jesus and sit down with yourself and go okay i'm gonna do the good better best i'm not just gonna you know flag my flog myself because i didn't hit my best and good better best is circumstantial it's based on your circumstances right there, not uh, because we, the reality is that there's a price to be paid if you're, you know, there's a certain stress that even single people have because they're by themselves and this, that, and the other. And, then, you know, they're going through the motions and they're not really living. I mean, you're actually living. You're experiencing life. So the flow part is to help you stay calm, peaceful, and keep balance in your body and in your mind. So that's what the balance means, right? But it doesn't mean that you... You know, every day it's like start, stop, start, stop. It means you flow and to make sure that you maintain, um, you know, some some equanimity, some some peacefulness in your body. So stuff happens. Life happens. Right. So stuff happens. So, okay, so let's dissect this. Like, you know, everything crashed apart. You know, everybody had their issues last week. And, you know, I didn't have any issues other than my own issue of not being able to keep up with the plan that I had set for myself. So, but the fact that I handled my kids, handled my dad, handled everything, and I still managed, I still managed to get in my 120 ounces um, and, you know, take my vitamins. I couldn't do all of the things on my list. And that's what you're talking about, the good, better, better. Like exactly. If you gave me a grade, I probably would have gotten maybe a B minus, but I didn't get an F. Okay. 
uh, first of all, I don't grade. That's judging. <laughs> so we don't judge because when you start attaching um, measurements to it, like uh, measurements are, you know, they're, they're goal driven. But when you start attaching good or bad and giving those kind of grades to it, then that's more pressure on yourself. So here's what I will. I, I refrain or rephrase the conversation and say, what didn't I do? What did I do that was ideal? And what did I do that was less than ideal? And how can I turn those obstacles into opportunities if there were obstacles there? And use it as a growth experience as opposed to, you know, give myself 40 lashes for, you know, not doing something. That's hard, you know. So, um, but that doesn't mean that you don't take a look at what was not ideal and say, is there something I could have done different, should have done differently, um, not in a judgmental way. Does that make sense at all? Yeah. yeah. Or what about, you know, because, you know, I was a competitive swimmer and, you know, so I, I'm very competitive with myself that way because swimming was a self sport. You know, it's a team sport to a point, but it's really a self, you know, your personal best. Is it OK with your personal best? Like my biggest strategy or my biggest struggling point is to go, OK, in a reasonable scenario no one could do all this like that's my that's my like when you say what could I do that was ideal or what was not ideal I get the points where I fell down on the job but could any reasonable person have done it all and usually my answer is no right right so then you have to you have to look back at your not the goal. So I tell people when that happens don't change the goal because remember we're going to stay connected to our big why that doesn't change what we have to look at are the action steps do they make sense? Are they sustainable? Because sometimes all that is not sustainable. Sometimes you have to go back to basics and build. It's like a house. You get yourself a nice, solid foundation. Then you can put up the walls. You put up the walls without foundation, nothing's going to work, right? So, And sometimes a good, solid foundation for people is drinking water and deep breathing. And then you can move because a lot can happen in your body and your mind just doing those two things. It's like 20. Yeah. So and then we build from there because we want everything you do to be sustainable. Well, and in a perfect world, I think with kids and dogs and work and stuff in a perfect world, my goals are sustainable. But I think what what I'm hearing from you is the permission or the okay to go, okay, on the day that, you know, that the whole world fell apart and you had to attend to everybody else because, you know, health is at place, your kid's safety is at place, like all of those things had to move off my plate. But what I'm hearing from you maybe is that that the good, better, best thing, like if I'm going to give myself an A plus because that's my personality, um, I get an A plus for getting on back track the next day, not saying, you know, like not letting it all fall apart. It just fell apart for a day and a day to fall apart. Okay. To attend to the needs of your kids or your dad or your whatever is okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. And be kind, compassionate, loving to yourself. We talked about that earlier because um, life is going to happen. You're absolutely right. That's the way to do it. And we applaud successes. We celebrate successes in my group, no matter how small. Everybody talks about their successes. And I don't care if it's, uh, you know, I drink 32 ounces of water today. That's what we're going to celebrate. Well, and you didn't get, like, you might have gotten off track, but you got back on track. On. Like, that's my thing with my train wreck thing. Like, I get it. Like, my lifestyle as a single mom, company owner, radio host, you know, because I'm a technology person. So metrics are my lifestyle. Mm. Metrics are my day. Mm. So, and it's what makes me successful and keeps the whole boat afloat. But 
when you say things like life is going to happen, I like to know what it looks like, like what it tastes like, what it sounds like. So in giving an example to everybody going, you know, kid getting bullied, dad needing potassium, you know, because he heals his heart will stop without it and kid forgetting lunch. Like these are big crises mm-hmm. as a mom. Right. Right. And they have to be dealt with. And it doesn't mean that you don't take care of the basics. You drink some water and you keep taking care of that. You do some deep breathing, you keep taking care of that. And then the next day, as your life issues um, ease, then it's all about flowing. Then, it, you know, it's ebbs and tides, right? So it flows. It's all a flow. The, the, the key here, and I don't want anybody to miss this, is not just to bully your way through it, but to just peacefully adjust to it and say, you know what? It's happening. Let me deal with it. Let me deal with it. Let me go and flow with this and know that tomorrow will bring something different and the next day will bring something different, right? Right, because I'm not using tomorrow as the excuse of tomorrow I'll start my exercise program. I'm going, okay, I got 24 hours. You know, two of it was for this kid. One was for that kid. One was for the dad. Six were for work. All these things needed to be attended to today. And as long as I don't do that every day, I'm still doing pretty good. Right, and it's not all or nothing. So today, you know, I I wasn't able, because I'm a yoga teacher, but I also like to take like a 90-minute yoga class. That always doesn't work out for me. But what I do do to make sure that I... I'm still feeling good is I do two minute burst trainings every two hours or so. I set the alarm on my, on my, on my phone and I make sure I get up, I move around, I do a dance break. So I may not be able to do that 90 minutes, but I can still do something for myself. Oh, I love that because my Tuesday class is is 90 minutes long. And when I can't go to it during the week, that is like the one thing that I do just for me. Yes. But I'm going to try these little little breaks. I'm going to I'm going to put this stuff into motion. Um, and we're talking today uh, with Tony St. Clair, true self, total health dot com. Uh, we're going to have Tony back on later in the year. She's also going to be on my sister show, Motherhood Talk Radio. We're going to talk more about these things because these are things we can do. These are things we do don't have to pay for we don't have to buy we don't have to subscribe to and guess what if we don't do it at 10 o'clock in the morning we can do it 11 we can do it at 3 we can do it at 5 or we cannot do it at all and say you know what I've had enough that's one of the things that I'm put on my resolutions this year is that enough is enough and if I can lay my head down at the end of the day saying I did the very best I could do today that's enough. So we'll be back again next week with more great information on Military Mom Talk Radio. Thanks for spending time with us today on Military Mom Talk Radio. We've got more than 200 episodes available to you anytime on iTunes or at our website, MilitaryMomTalkRadio.com. Find us on Facebook or Twitter. We look forward to another great conversation 